Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. We're glad that you've tuned in. A few things we wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show, and that's this podcast was created to be a tool to help you, primarily to discover and grow your EQ. Science and our own lived experiences confirm that the better we are at managing our emotions, the better we're going to be at making decisions, which leads to a better life. And that's something we all want. We're glad that you've taken out the time today to listen and hope that something that you hear will lead to a breakthrough. Hey, one last thing. We'd really appreciate a review on whichever platform you use to listen. And if you want to, leave some comments about what you heard today, as well as follow and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode as we continue this journey. And with that, the show begins. Hi, everyone. This is Eric with The Spirit of EQ, and today's podcast is on recognizing patterns. I'm a football fan. I like the OSU Buckeyes, and one big part of football is watching game film. You probably have heard that before. And in game film, you get to see your opponent's patterns. You might even get to see your own team's patterns. It's an important thing to recognize. And Jeff will be back with us in a moment. Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people. After this podcast, listen for a special opportunity to learn more. Today's episode, we're talking about recognizing patterns. Uh, in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about game film and those kind of things. So I won't bore you over with sports analogies. <laughs> but tell me a little bit about what recognizing patterns mean as it relates to the work you guys do. Okay. When we're dealing with emotional intelligence and recognizing patterns, it's learning to understand if this happens, I do that. Okay. Or if I do this to someone else, they do that. So it, it's, it's how people respond or react to situations. Um, because we learn those, it's kind of ingred, ingrained into us. Um, so when you can recognize a pattern, um, if, if things are going bad right now and my pattern is, you know, I'm going to, you know, this is a bad pattern. I'm going to go out and get drunk. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know that if this happens, I'm going to do that. So if you recognize the first beginning of it, you can short circuit it, stop it so that you don't do the result that's not so good. Or if this happens, things aren't going my way. My pattern is I'm going to go take that two hour walk in the woods to get myself calmed down. Those are both patterns. One leads to a good outcome. One leads to a not so good outcome. So recognizing the pattern, especially from the beginning of it, will let you choose 
what you want to do. Once again, it's we've talked about this before. It's a response instead of a reaction to a situation. Ah, yes, yes. Um, I kind of think about it, and I don't know if this applies. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I, I know that um, um, when my wife and I first got married, um, I was a person that believed that if there was a problem and it happened at 1130, we need to talk about it. And then it took me a long time to figure out that she's not good at dealing with problems after 10 o'clock. And what I had to do is I had to understand, even when my emotions were running really high, like, hey, we've got to deal with this, I would stop and go, wait a minute, it's like 1030. This has got to be tabled till the next day. So for me, recognizing patterns, you, you just nailed it right on the head. So I know exactly where you're at. So how about Neural pathways sounds really scientific, Jeff. To help I me know. understand that. And I once again, I'm not going to talk about all the scientific details because it makes my head hurt. Mine but too. What, <laughs> what we're going to talk about is just the basics of it. A, a pattern of when this happens, I do that is is a neural pathway. It's those impulses and how your brain works. It just follows the same path. Mm-hmm. So it goes from the whatever the thing is that's uh, causing it to the result. Okay. And the neural pathway becomes how your brain works. It's the automatic pre-programmed now action. You learned a neural pathway when you just, you figured out that after 10 o'clock at night is not a good time to talk to my wife about a problem. So is that kind of my brain telling me, okay, we don't talk about problems after 10 o'clock. So you developed a new neural pathway, which takes you to, Okay, we're not talking about this now. We'll do it in the morning. Gotcha. Or whenever the right time is. So you've developed a neural pathway. Okay. Now, neural pathways are interesting is because you can rewrite them. Your original neural pathway was you don't go to sleep mad. You don't, you have to resolve this before you go to sleep at night. That was your original neural pathway. And that could have been from your parents. It could have been from advice someone given you. So that was the neural pathway that your brain had. So you rewrote it. To do the, we'll talk about it in the morning. So that's a new neural pathway. Now, the only problem is, or the thing to be aware of is that old neural pathway is still there. Oh my. You can't erase it. It's still going to be there. So if something is very, very stressful, it might go back to that old neural pathway. So we need to be aware of that, that the old neural pathway is always going to be there. It's like a river when it overflows once. It now has a pathway to go that way. Even if you built a dam or a, a dike to keep the river from overflowing, when that river gets filled up with water, or in this case, when your emotional river gets filled up, it might find that weak spot where that dike is and go down that path again. Wow, that's that's really powerful. And I guess I, it makes me think about uh, on a previous podcast, we talked about this idea of kind of taking a moment to stop, you know, the the six mm-hmm. seconds thing, right? Right. Um, is that a way in which you can kind of regroup and kind of go, oh, wait a minute, I see a pathway that's leading me down to the old that I don't want? Well, that that action of taking the time to take that six seconds to count to 10 or, or right. whatever uh, way you do it mm-hmm. is a new neural pathway. It's it's there. It's easy to follow. Gotcha. So that you can you can go that way. All right. Something very curious for me, Jeff. Okay. Pushing buttons. Come All on. right. Because whenever I hear that, I think the negative. I think, hey, this person's pushing my buttons. It's not a good thing. Tell me more about that. Okay. So most of the time, that's how we look at it. <laughs> I gotcha. um, I've been married. It'll be 39 years in October. And my wife and I know buttons for each other. You know, I get angry at her. 
and I go, okay, if I know, if I do this, push that button, she's going to be angry too, and I win, okay? <laughs> and she knows the ones that I have. Mm-hmm. And you might have the same thing with people you work with, uh, with your kids. Your kids are really good at pushing your buttons. They don't know it, but you know they have a lot of power <laughs> over you when they do that, okay? <laughs> pushing buttons, but then also pushing a button – could have a positive influence if you're working with someone and you know that they get stressed out when something changes. But the last time that happened, you found out a way to get them through that. So in a way, you're pushing a different kind of button because you've already learned something about them. To get a positive result. To get a positive result. Okay. You know, or I can, you know, at 4.30 on Friday, I can go in and dump this project on them that they're going to have to fret over all weekend. In in this case, you might want to, okay, they've only got a half an hour to work on this on Friday, so I'm not going to ruin their weekend. I'll give it to them on Monday. <laughs> so that's that's a, a positive pattern, you know, because they're just going to be miserable all weekend. Mm-hmm. So why do that to them? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. You know, I, I think about patterns and I think of the danger of patterns, right? You know, because I'm going... You know, we talk about, I think about habits, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is how I am. This is what I do. Can you talk a little bit about maybe some other dangers as well, or maybe elaborate on those as well? The danger of patterns is when they just lead to a reaction. I've done a lot of work in in prison ministry, and most of the, the men that I've worked with, the reason they're there is their pattern led to a negative to a reaction instead of thinking they didn't think things through one of the other competencies we'll get to in the later podcast is consequential thinking mm-hmm. if i do this that's going to happen so that's when a pattern becomes dangerous when it is so ingrained that you just don't think it through or the other thing that a pattern can do is become an easy path mm-hmm. I, I know if i do this i'll get the job done because it's always worked before, but what kind of toll am I taking on myself or what kind of toll am I taking on other people? You might get the end result that you need. You might get, you know, this project might get done or, uh, you know, you get your spouse from, you know, train them to put the toilet paper on the right way, or it could be bigger little things, Mm. but it's how you get to it. It becomes just the easy way. Unthinking, you just do it instead of, taking the time to analyze it a little bit more. And I'm not talking about spending hours. It's almost a gut check kind of a real quick thing. You know, it's interesting when you mention that. And I think about um, people that I've known uh, over the years who followed a pattern that led to a negative consequence. And invariably, I would always hear, I wish I would have. Correct. You know, I, I, I didn't take the time to. And 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 they have a tremendous amount of regret. Mm -hmm. And I think that's maybe a kind of a encouragement here today is to kind of say, you're not talking, Jeff, that they've got to sit down on their couch and pull out a journal and figure out 10 different ways to make a decision on X. You're talking about this can kind of happen pretty quickly, right? Right. Most of the time, if you just take that time to to let the rational part of your mind work, you're going to choose a better path. It's just taking that time, developing the habit, developing that new neural pathway of, you know, I'm going to consider instead of just do. Yeah, I think about that, too, because, you know, you mentioned uh, 
whether it's trying to manipulate your wife to put the toilet paper on the way you want, or if it's getting a project done, maybe in a way that you, I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and says, you know, today's a good day for me to try to get something past my wife or get something past my boss. No, it's, yeah. it's not designed for that. It's yeah. designed just to, it's just one more way of using your emotional, your emotions mm-hmm. in a positive manner. You know, I feel this emotion. I'm going to analyze it. I'm going to figure out what it's telling me. And then I'm going to decide what to do. And we'll get into that more because the way that we divide the competencies up is there's, there's two that we're talking about. The last one, emotional literacy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the one today on recognizing patterns, they are in the know yourself segment of our model. Three through six, three, four, five, six, yeah, is going to be on choosing where you actually decide what you're going to do where you're actually going to take what you got from no mm-hmm. and then you choose and then the last one is give there's two companies in that where you actually do what you do and then the model we use is circular and after you go to the to give you go back to no to mm-hmm. to reevaluate how did it go well one of the things that i would say for the listeners is that if at any point you want to get back to a different episode i highly recommend it because as jeff is pointing out he's moving in a sequential manner and it'll give you the ability to kind of understand where he's at we love that you're here now we also always want to make sure that you're following along and get the most benefit and well Real quick, one thing about recognizing patterns and then getting into the navigating emotions, you don't know how to do that unless you know where you start. And that's the yeah. rec- the emotional literacy, which was in the last podcast. Great. That's a that's a great thing to, to, to bring out. So um, as I look at, you know, this thing you said earlier about, you know, about how you react and all that. And then I know you mentioned respond. And, and I, maybe some of the listeners are like me. You know, sometimes I think respond and react. Isn't that the same thing? No. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> they uh, they both result in an outcome. Gotcha. Okay, you come to an outcome, but reacting and coming to an outcome, there's no there's no forethought. There's no really thinking about what the outcome is going to be. I'm I'm confronted with this. This is what I'm going to do, and good luck. <laughs> so I'm angry, so I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. Okay. Okay. What's the outcome going to be? Well, I'm going to make everybody angry around me. But you're not thinking that. When you're screaming at someone or just mm-hmm. whatever, uh, road rage, okay? Road rage, you get angry, and you can get angry unless you ram into that car. The only outcome you're going to have is I'm sitting here angry, <laughs> all right? And we know that that's not good for you. So somebody cuts you off and you respond as you, you think, well, you know what? Nobody got hurt. He's one car ahead of me. He's going to get there two seconds before I do. Why is this bothering me? You're not sitting there stewing anymore. Mm-hmm. You're actually, you've defused that situation by responding. And it's the same way with a, a big work situation or a family issue or whatever. When you respond, it's going to be thought out. And once again, this is not something that might take, it might take weeks to do, but most of the time it's going to be in, in the spur of the moment right when it's happening. And once again, that's a neural pathway that you've developed when you're confronted with things. So I'm thinking in terms of what emotional intelligence is, you know, we raise our intelligence, we, we, we increase the chances of being more of a responder than a reactor. Maybe, Correct. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. Wow. That's great. So once again, uh, the homework, what would you say if somebody could take something away from 
today's podcast that they could do that might help them along as it relates to recognizing patterns and, okay. and the other things we mentioned? It's not complicated. I know we all have busy lives, so I don't want to burden people. Just pay attention to the reactions that you have. When you're in a situation, pay attention to see if you always respond that way. Then look at, did I get the outcome I wanted? That's what we're looking for is to get the outcome that's win-win for everybody in this situation. So just, mm-hmm. just take a minute, you know, pay attention to that. Also pay attention to how you're acting with other people. Did I push that person's button? Because that's the easy thing to do. So just, just once again, you can think about it. You don't have to write it down. If you want to write it down so you can record and just see that's perfectly fine too. Um, but yeah, just, just be aware because that's most of what we want to do. Well, we appreciate you tuning in today, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ with Jeff from The Spirit of EQ. Have a great day. Thanks for subscribing and listening to The Spirit of EQ podcast with Jeff East and Eric Pennington. Spirit of EQ is a preferred partner of Six Seconds, the Emotional Intelligence Network. Six Seconds is a nonprofit organization researching what works in emotional intelligence. Best practices are shared through methods and tools that are global, scientific, and transformational. To find out more about Spirit of EQ or to request a speaker, go to spiritofeq.com. Our contact information is in the podcast show notes as well. And now for our special offer. Hi, this is Jeff again. I just want to let everybody know that if you have any questions or want more information about anything we've talked about, just send me a quick email. My email is jeff at spiritofeq.com, and I'll get right back with you. Thanks. Circle270media.com Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So we're, we're not the perfect podcast host. We're close. Okay. But, all right. But, but not, still, not totally we want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based. 
and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.